dun, 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 dun. Hey, you guys. I thought I would like give my own intro like dun, 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 dun. you guys before. Oh, my gosh, it's happening again. Before I get started, I, I wanted to do these things where I edit out parts of clips of the, the weird background noises or the like sounds that I make. But I'm it's too much editing, you guys. And I've wanted to give you guys a new podcast episode in the spur of the moment not one of the ones i've planned recently for you guys but i just wanted to warn everyone i just finished having a visit from miss rona herself so i often get parched so my voice does sound different i often need to take a minute to breathe more than normal i was just telling someone that i get very parched very easily i don't know if anyone else did but Alrighty, you guys. Happy New Year. I am so excited to bring you guys more episodes, new episodes. It has been a quite some time since I've given you guys a lot of them. And I want to get in the habit of talking also about experiences and life experiences because I feel like I get so many questions and I get asked about certain pieces of pieces of advice and I'm trying to find a way to mesh different experiences so you guys can learn about me as a person but also I can give you guys gems to live your life with abundance with gratitude with learning of how to protect your peace and your energy self-awareness manifestation I have so much planned for you guys this year so For those that don't know me, welcome to the Athena Drew, the Poet Who Preaches podcast. And on this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about myself with you guys, but also how I got to where I'm at in my life, where I'm headed, and what I am planning to learn and how to grow myself in other areas of my life. And I want to talk a little bit about what I've been through in my solitude and my spiritual journey with you guys today. But I also want to talk about, I think, important lessons I learned in 2021. I was like, what year just ended? In 2021. So this episode will probably be about the biggest lessons I've learned. And I hope that you guys relate. I hope you guys send this to someone who might need to hear this because I'm going to be going over how you guys can grow yourself if you're experiencing this lesson or you or because how I describe that when I give advice to people what I tell them is you will get thrown the same opportunity to master a new lesson in life but if you do not take the challenge the trial or tribulation that's thrown at you if you throw it off to the side if you constantly don't deal with it you have someone else in your life deal with it if you constantly neglect it some the universe will find a way to keep throwing you challenges until you master that lesson and you'll never reach the new level in life. You'll never reach a new abundance. You'll never get what you truly want or what you're manifesting or what you're planning for yourself if you keep trying to, what do you say, dodge whatever life throws at you. Sorry, it was happening again where I was like, do I like, can, can I breathe? Oh my goodness. Sorry. Um, or You have to go through it. And I know a lot of people use this saying. So if you use it, I have nothing against you. You know, you guys know this popular reel that's going around where Rihanna says, you know, girl, I just fake it. Fake it till you make it. I honestly think faking things never works for me. And I'm not, 
I love that reel. I've thought about recreating it because it's a nice thing. It's either that or cry yourself to sleep. Honestly, you guys, I do both. <laughs> but I actually don't cry to myself to sleep. I cry and then I go to sleep, right? <laughs> Anyways, um, where I'm going at with that is I think I personally think I don't master every lesson off the bat and I think we can all agree sometimes we get the same situation for example why does why do we have the same problems in our new relationship that was in our old relationship why do we have the same problems in our friendships from our last friends that we stopped being friends with why do we go through some of the same situations I'm not saying every situation will be the same and the same to get to the same lesson right But I will say you guys will see deja vu in your life. And it's honestly a new opportunity to master that same teaching. And we often don't. We're stubborn. We're hard-headed. We don't learn from our mistakes. And sometimes we don't even want to admit that we were in the wrong. That's why negative things happen. Like I truly do believe you guys. We have the opportunity this year to learn from what we didn't achieve. From what we could have done differently. And from the things that we see around us. And I think that's the biggest key. A lot of people ignore the red flags. They, I don't know, ignorance is a bliss. They rather not pay attention to someone else's life because they got so much going on in their own. But I, I'm a very observant person and I know I don't seem like it because I'm always talking. I'm always messing around a lot. I'm a very positive person and I got a really nice compliment today and someone was like, do you drink coffee? It was so random and I was like, I don't drink coffee and she was like, you just have this abundance of energy and I am so glad to see that. She's like, I had to know if you drink coffee because I don't know what it is about you but the way you speak, the way you the way you talk it's just it's just amazing and i it made my day today so i wanted to give you guys an episode on just i don't know what but i think i don't have any notes planned so we're just going to go into a little bit of what i've learned because i've had lessons repeat in my life that i <laughs> i have to master and i feel like i've finally reached a point in my life of no return from what i've experienced of what i do not want to go through again so I want to talk a little bit about who I am as a person. I'm a very spontaneous person, but I'm a very career-driven person. So how does that play into effect? I love to work. I believe in working. And I know a lot of people on TikTok are trending right now where they're like, I don't believe in a job. I just want to breathe. I just want to be paid to breathe. I laugh at these TikToks, but I don't relate to them. And I'm someone who's very open-minded. So I can listen to someone else's opinion and know it's different than my own and not go into a place of judgment. I'm not judging that person. I find them funny to each its own. So going back to me, I'm a very career-driven person. I love to work and I think I've always liked my work Even as an author, I love what I do for a living in all aspects of my careers because I actually like what I'm doing. If you don't like what you're doing, obviously you don't want to work. But when you find things you're passionate for and you find things that are easy and passionate and you get paid to do it, why not do it, right? And I feel like I found my purpose at a very young age, um, which has given me insight in life, which you guys have, you know, on social media have asked for. And I think that's why I can give it because one, I've been through trials and tribulations. I've been through hardship. 
I've I've built resilience. My resilience, I think, is what makes me a part of who I am as well. Um, and I also have found my purpose and passions, which is the other aspect that gives me insight in life, I think, personally, um, which sets my demeanor, which sets my maturity. So I personally believe that I will always be someone who loves to work. I also believe that I'm, I've been burnt out in the past and I've overworked and I've overcompensated. Um, and I was just having a conversation with someone the other day because I was very upset about what someone said about me. And I think I wasn't upset that it wasn't true. I knew it was true what they said about me. I just wish they understood why that part of me isn't changing. I feel like there's always room for improvement and I'm someone who loves to improve. I know the things that could be improved about myself and things that I lack. I do. I am a very self-aware, you guys. And I feel like that's the, the first step in all of our lives to know how we can grow, to know what we can work on. But you have to go into a situation being willing to be working on it right like in a relationship you have to be willing to compromise and not only compromise but find a way to coexist together when you're in a relationship when you're in a friendship you have to you know if you guys are so different or opposite to track you have to learn how to coexist and make things work and that's what balances out the scale right so I know what I need to work on in my relationships, in my friendships, in my work, in the way I work and operate, right? So what I was what the person told me was, why don't you do the bare minimum? And this is the lesson that I'm, I'm going to go into, the first lesson. If you do the bare minimum in one aspect of your life, you will set that tone for the, all, the rest of, all the rest of the aspects of your life. If you set the bare minimum in one aspect you set that tone to do the bare minimum in every other aspect of your life and I'm someone who listens to Ed Milet I'm someone who believes in achieving things that seem impossible I'm someone who believes in creating solutions and not letting us dwell in our own problems so when someone tells me to do the bare minimum I don't know what that is honest honestly you guys I'm not someone who does the bare minimum because I believe that some days people think we should only give 50% into our relationships. I will go above and beyond and give 70% if I see that it's worth it and the other person, the other side of the work relationship, the, the friendship, the relationship is giving at least 50% because I know they care. I know it's real and I know it's authentic and genuine and it's working for me. If the other person on the other side of it, for example, say I was in a relationship And they were only giving me 20-30%. They weren't even meeting me halfway. I can tell that they're not in it as much as I'm in it. If I'm seeing that a person can only give 50% because they work a lot or they can't provide what I what I need emotionally or physically, I'll I'll be more sorry. Sorry guys. I will be more empathetic. And I will be more understanding to find a middle ground because I know that they're at least trying and pulling their weight. That is one thing I understand. I understand what it's like to pull my weight and then some. And I've always been that person and then some and then some in every aspect of my life. And I've never had a problem with with it until the scale goes 
100% to zero, then I'm like, okay, I can't pull all the weight. I was willing to do 70% some weeks because we all have bad weeks. But I'm not doing this to do all of it. I'm not going to give my all in the relationship when no one else is. I'm not going to work and do all the work when no one else is working. So this is the aspect I set in all areas of my life. If I'm in school, I'm giving it all I got because I know my teacher is doing as much as they they're they're doing their all they can as well. If I'm in a relationship, I'm doing as much as they're like I'm doing as much as I can. I pull back and I regroup myself when I feel like I'm being cheated, betrayed, or I'm just overcompensating. So where I'm getting at with this lesson in my life is learning that is honestly learning how to pull how to not tolerate overcompensation when I don't have to. That is where I'm getting at. I tend to not be vocal and I also neglect it on purpose. I'll 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 admit that. I neglect calling people out for lacking or not giving enough effort because I think that it's okay one week when you're having a bad week. I think it's okay when, you know, life gets crazy. But that doesn't mean you can take advantage of the fact that I'm willing to do the work and then some, and then you think that that's the new standard. So going back to the standard of this is what I'm willing to give, if you're not willing to meet me halfway, then I'm done. And I'm going to tell you, change or I'm done. So overcompensation and evaluating when I'm overcompensating, I think is the biggest lesson that I learned in 2021 because it happens in every aspect of my life. And what does everyone always say? Well, don't do that much. I don't know how to do anything less. And, and one of, I'm not saying I expect people to do just as much as me because guess what, guys? Like I said in my previous episodes, I don't expect everyone to do just as much as me. Remember, there's only one of me. I was created one of a kind and everyone listening to this you were created there's nobody out there like you and I don't know if you guys ever heard that Will Smith interview where he's like nobody can tell you about your life because nobody is like you there's nobody who can do what you do and that's true and if you don't believe that about yourself you got to do more self work I'm telling you you got to do more inner work because I believe there is nobody like me and if you're listening to this there's something on my social media or someone sent you this who believes that there's nobody like me as well. So when you're walking into this new year, sorry, you guys, I'm telling you, I'm trying to get back on my feet after having, um, you know, Miss Rona paid me a visit, but and God, God bless everyone right now because I'm so grateful for my health and I definitely did take it for advantage and I'm being more careful with it because they say, you know, it it could be mild. I got the worst of it. It was not mild and I'm vaccinated. But anyways, where was I getting at with this? Go Walking into a new year, reevaluate your friendships, reevaluate your relationships, reevaluate what you can give to each aspect of your life. Because you think that you can give a certain amount, but then you realize you're either above or below that some weeks. And that's okay, until you let that become the standard and you have to see how much energy and this is why I'm, I'm bringing this up too because it goes into lesson number two you have to see where your energy is going because energy is time you guys and that is where I'm going into this next 
Nothing is worse, nothing is worse than wasted time. And that is the the next lesson that I want to bring up. Wasting time doing things that don't matter or that could have been used elsewhere is what we need to go back into. This pandemic is not going anywhere. And if we thought we were going to get a year off, you know, we did. We got locked down, yada, yada, woo. We tried to get back in the swing of things in 2021. And then in just some months, it just kind of kicked our butts. And I think we can all admit that. We don't know where some months went. What, like, what can you, like, if you were to reevaluate 2021 as a whole, break it down by month. What was the highlight of each month? And I know some people had amazing years. Some people got married. Some people went traveling. Trust me, I did. I didn't get married. Sorry, I was going to say I did that too. I did travel. I did I did make new friendships. I, you know, met myself financially where I want, like, there's, there's highlights in my life. I'm not saying there wasn't. I'm just saying to improve our lives, to give us a better quality of life, we need to set these these reflections so that we don't repeat our mistakes and I feel like there's a lot of things that could have been avoided in my life but I keep getting thrown the same lessons because I'm not learning the same childish behavior I may have had when I was 19 may have came back in this pandemic because this pandemic just brought it back because I I I set this I set an ineffective habit that I can't that I tried to cut out or maybe I got rid of it but then you know I wanted to stay home for a month and not go out. And then I developed that poor habit, if that makes sense. So nothing is worse than wasted time. So look, remember, time is energy, you guys. If you're feeling like drained from the people around you, from the places you're at, from where you're giving your energy, actually do an energy count, do an energy reflection. Where does my energy go every day? Where does my time go? Where, what can I cut out? Who's draining all my energy? Can I spend less time with them? Check your relationships. I said I said this in the last episode, but I'll say it in this one. Check your relationships and check where your energy is going. Where do you want your energy to go this year? Because going into who I am as a person, I want to get back to the beginning of what I was saying. I I am a very spontaneous person, but I let my sponta- spontaneity hurt hurt me financially and I think um motivationally because I think I let myself slack physically and financially and career driven wise because I wanted a moment of happiness and I believe happiness is important but also I believe where I'm gonna be at a year from now is just as important and I let go of my goals and dreams because I wanted just a moment of happiness and I let my discipline slip and I'm a very disciplined person when it comes to the gym when it comes to my financial goals when it comes to um my um goals in general um I have big ones set for where I want to see myself in a year from now and I think I need to reevaluate <laughs> the traits I like about myself but also the traits that I let hinder my growth. And that's what I was trying to figure out a way to phrase that without making it sound like I'm putting myself down because I'm also learning to, that's another lesson. I'm learning that the way you speak to yourself is very important. And I know that I don't, oh my gosh, sorry. I was like, am I bleeding on my face? Um. Anyways, 
I find it very important to reflect reflect on the way you treat yourself. Um, you know, your body standards are a way are a reflection of the way you treat yourself. Um, you know, sometimes acne is a reflection of the way we treat ourselves because we stress out when we're worried about our body appearance, when we're worried about um, not sleeping enough. You know, your sleeping habits are a reflection of the way you treat yourself. And you guys are like, what do you mean? If you're not getting enough sleep, respect yourself enough to say, hey, I need my beauty rest. One, because I function better. Two, you guys don't operate in flight or flight fight or flight response mode when you don't sleep enough you're always on high alert you're more strung out you don't get to think better you you don't get to create and if you're someone who's passion a passionate person you're someone who wants to find new things in life new adventures um new things about yourself you're not going to be able to create a new way of life if you're not sleeping enough so that was just an example your eating habits are a reflection of the way you treat yourself you guys all these things take into account walking into this year and say how what what who when when i look at the person i am a year from now what does she sound like does she sound happy does she sound different does she sound stressed what does she wear who do you guys envision? Sorry if there's any guys listening to this. Who do you envision a year from now? Where do you see her? Where do you see him? What do you see yourself wearing? How do you see yourself looking a year from now? And picture that person every day. And wake up and say, I am that person. And manifest. Become that person that you're dreaming of. Or that has that house, that has that car, that has that amount of money. And start acting like it. Because when you act, or if you want to be more professional, you start acting like it now. You don't wait a year from now. But it starts by doing the work. So for example, gym goals, right? This is what I tell people. They're like, oh my gosh, you go to the gym for, I don't go right now, five days a week. But that was my old goal. And I want to get back to it because it's achievable for me. So you guys, the goal isn't to try to get to 500 push-ups by the end of the week. The goal is to say, I'm going to start now because five push-ups is easy now. The goal is to do one more than you did the day before. The goal isn't to do to get to 30 the next day after doing five. The goal is to say, I'm going to do, I'm going to add a few more. And every day that you add that brick by brick, right? You get a house, by the end of the month, you're going to get to 50 a day. If you're starting to do five, add more, add three more each day. You're going to get to 50. You're going to get to 60. You're going to get to 70. And three months from now, you're going to be at 100 where you can do 100 a day. I can't do 100 a day. But if that's the goal to get more physically fit, start seeing it by brick by brick, not the whole house. Right now, I'm saying look at the whole house and every day start building the bricks. But everyone gets so consumed six months in and they're like, oh, the house isn't done. I, the house isn't even half done. I give up. No, start with one brick and then build the foundation. But guess what? If you don't even know what the layout, the blueprint of the foundation of the house is going to look like, if you didn't build the blueprint on December 31st, you're walking into a new year with no blueprint. Therefore, you have no motivation to even grab the first brick. And to lay it down for the house because you don't even know what the house looks like. 
so i hope this helped i hope you guys got a few gems and lessons from me send this to someone i don't do i don't run any ads um and i hope you guys share this and i also leave a review if you didn't like it if you have a different opinion on anything i said or if you can relate or want to hear more episodes from me thank you guys you are listening to the poet who preaches and i hope you guys have a great rest of your january